club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in a cut and she choosy club going up. <laughs> well, folks, sometimes I hear a song like that uh, by I Love Mackinnon and Drake, possibly, and it speaks to me on a deep level, and I'm able to connect it to something in my own life and share it with you here in the intro to the show. But I have nothing. <laughs> nothing on this one, folks. I have no idea what any of that means. I've gone up in clubs on a Tuesday. It's not a great night for audiences, and girls should be choosy. So let's just say that if it's an older fella listening to music made by people he has less and less in common with, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. <laughs> And uh, we'll get to where I am exactly today in a second. But I tell you something, holidays are creeping up on us. We're about to enter a north polar vortex of crudely animated reindeer and small talk over dry birds with family members that we only see twice a year. So just know that I will keep you in my thoughts as we go through this time together. We've got a pie bake-off coming up at Baby Pepsi's school. Now, uh, listen, I like pie. I'm a pie man. But this means that Katrina, that's my niece, I don't, you, you'll, you'll catch on every... <laughs> my niece Katrina is going to try and bake something for this uh, pie contest. And I'm going to have to taste it. And I'm going to have to tell her that it's good. It's not going to be good. <laughs> She's a terrible baker. But this is a, one of those fancy kind of Brooklyn pie contests, too. So they got the woman from uh, Top Chef Gail. Gail's going to be judging the thing. Now, Gail, I see around the neighborhood a lot. She's often dashing in from yoga and pushing her stroller. And what I want to say is that she is a good-looking lady. And uh, if her marriage were to fall apart, I bet she'd think twice about ignoring a balding man who smells like a distillery lurking about the streets of Cobble Hill. I might become a confidant, is what I'm saying. And later, who knows? But that future is being effectively shut down both by reality and by Katrina's insistence on entering this pie competition. Because... I'm probably going to have to carry this leaden thing. Gail's going to associate that dense crust with my lovemaking ability, and I'm not saying she's wrong. I do sort of lie there. Maybe I'd be better with an egg wash, whatever that means. But I'm saying that I'm open to things, Gail, and family can be the worst when they try to do things. Isn't it true? They're just the absolute... Anyhow, I wish you all the best this holiday season, wherever you may be. Folks, today I find myself miles away from our little Gowani and thankfully miles away from the family for the time being. We'll see them soon enough here with people I wish were my family, Betsy Kenny and Dan Fox. Hello again to both of you. Good day. Hello. <laughs> it feels like we're meeting for the first time. Thanks for sharing the mic. Now, you're both comedians. You both had a long history with uh, UCB, the Upright mm-hmm. Citizens Brigade. And it's a real pleasure to be joining you here on a table lined with treats in uh, Betsy's home. Thank you for having me over. Thank you for coming. Well, it, it's it's terrific. And these are some uh, Peter Pan treats. We're uh, just stocked to the gills. And we're pairing the podcast today. I'm going with some coffee. We all have uh, some nice things to, to enjoy. I have a little coffee. I have um, my coffee cake and my raspberry tart. Is that tart, right? Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. have a coffee and raspberry tart. I ate the coffee cake. Yeah. Now, do you uh, do you do any do you do any baking? The two of you? No. No. I don't. <laughs> well, I can. Yeah. Yeah. And you're good at it. See, that's what's I'm the fine. deal with my niece. She's not very uh, talented. She could a great cook, though. That's the confounding thing. What? She's a she's a fantastic cook. She went to she flunked out, but she went to the Culinary Institute, oh. and she has her own knives and all that kind of stuff. It's really it's it, I do not understand why baking becomes a problem. You can't be both. But you can't be both. You can't be both. Is your niece not twelve or thirteen years old? Was <laughs> no, that she's, she's an, uh, well, she's an older twenty something. Oh, she has uh, she she came to me. You see, I I uh, split with my wife for a little while ago. Long time right. listeners know the story, but just to get you up to speed, and then I figured this is great. Now I, we split because I didn't want to have any children. I just it's too much. There's Fair too enough. many people in the world. So uh, I got myself a little one bedroom on the Gowanus Canal. Well, lo and behold, my niece Katrina was in a a bad way or pregnant <laughs> I guess <laughs> what is it a motherly way what are you in what what does that mean well she had she was pregnant and she she showed up at my door she had a big falling out with uh, uh, some other family member I took her in which is uh, sometimes what you have to do and uh, mm-hmm. that was 
a, a real education for me. <laughs> Now becoming a, a legal guardian to little baby Pepsi and seeing her through her many years and all this. So it's quite a journey that I've been on. <laughs> it sounds like the journey. You're yes. a great uncle. Well, I've, I've learned a lot myself. I really have. The birthing classes were interesting. Lamar style? <laughs> oh, Did you my. do Lamar's? I went through the whole thing. I watched a Mexican woman give birth in a pool. On a video, one of these things. Wow. It, it would be something to see in real How'd you know she was Mexican? Life. They set the stage. It was in the little hacienda or something there. <laughs> I don't know. A very odd natural birth situation. I should go back and listen to some of those things. Mm. But anyhow, <laughs> that's, that's me. That's what's going on. <laughs> but now we should state, though, you do not live together, not involved. That is correct. We yeah. do not date. We explicitly do not date. Well, I think that's that's good. Yeah, it keeps yeah. us sane, I think. No, I think that's good for the... <laughs> There's a lot of touching, though. Uh, <laughs> well, what I found interesting and why I wanted to reach out to you, and why I did reach out to you, uh, was because this sometimes you get through a season or something, you start a project, and you realize that a theme starts to emerge. And this season, the seventh of our show, I realized I've been seeking out a lot of... Uh, collaborative partners mm -hmm. we had uh, andy beckerman and ramsey and the handsome family a married couple making music out there a lot of strong and supportive duos and so i thought well let's talk to you all and see what's going on u-haul u-haul yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. a wonderful and collaborative company <laughs> they do so much good but also i just did this solo com festival and i was all on my own mm. and so it's nice to be with people that are making work together and I, i'm interested in how that all works. So how, you are part of a comedy super duo named Hank. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, named after Tom Hanks. <laughs> we wish. Yeah, we're not that smart. <laughs> we're not that smart. And also, we'll never tell what it's named after. Yeah. Is that true? That's a well-kept industry secret. Well, now okay. it is. <laughs> it's officially it's on the record. <laughs> well, Hanks are rugged fellas, aren't they? I think Hank, Hank harkens back to... The, the, I'm going to take you back to Milwaukee, 1960s. Yeah, we're at a sure. we're at a bar. Sure. He just I'm clocked there. out of the factory. Yeah, he's reaching for an honest American beer. Yep, it's not, and uh, his name's Hank. That's what I mean. It's it's like a it's a it's a solid fella. Solid. Yeah, Henry he's Hank. Solid. Yeah, I, solid and stolid as well. Like you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you, Betsy. Thank you. Also very Thanks solid. So and you all. Well, uh, what's uh, what uh, what drew you to each other though? To make work together. I think what drew us to each other was we knew each other from doing improv together. Yeah. And we just started kind of like sharing uh, things that we liked together. Like on Gchat, we just like send each other things that we both found interesting or good or funny. We can thank corporate America and Gchat. <laughs> Chalk our friendship up to that. Because really? we've probably written a novel between the amount of Gchats we've sent. Yeah, we both had office jobs and we just talk about comedy all day. And then when we realized that we both had the same like vision for what we wanted, we were like, let's do it together. It's true. And I think we're both, to a certain extent, kind of... Uh, uh, kind of dirt bags a little bit. <laughs> dirt bags. <laughs> what the hell? Also, well, okay. Also, uh, not really, but we we also shared a love of uh, sort of like pop punk music from the nineties and two thousands. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. you go to pop punk shows. What's a pop punk band? Newfound Glory. Yeah. Oh sure. Something corporate. Joy. Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, what's the what's the outfit that you wear with that? What's the look? Now or then? Then. Mm, good question. I'd wear like a band T-shirt and yeah. Converse and jeans. Mm -hmm. Oh, classic. Classic. Yeah. See, I was a split kind of personality. I was. I love sure the pop punk stuff, but I was also yeah. jamming out to Fish and and DMB. And so was I. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Really? And that's the thing with us. Yeah. yeah. You so, were you touring with them? I mean, would you follow them around? <laughs> mm -hmm. Is that the deal with Fish? Oh, yeah, fish heads, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> baby. That's what you say. Um, <laughs> just, to, just to go back to Dan's um, scumbag comment. That's a dirtbag. Dirtbag. <laughs> dirtbag, I think, she's, is what it was. Yeah. What he means is you that... You heighten. That's your role in the relationship. I heighten. <laughs> what he means is we're always... we Since we don't date, we share stories with each other about dating, and we love and support each other through... Dating different people and help each other out. I don't know why he used such a harsh word. 
Well, I wasn't going to explain it, but. I'm glad somebody did. (laughs) (laughs) So that's uh, what a marvelous thing, though, to having a friend. Mm -hmm. Somebody that will support you through all the hard times and things that are going on. It's nice to have, I think, uh, in your 20s. Yeah, and then yeah. shed in your thirties, <laughs> and then, and then say, go it alone. Say bye bye. Yeah. Well, until until I get married. Yeah, until. And then the friendship is over. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it will be. That's good to know. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so you have some of these. Let's talk about the work though a little bit with yes, the, with the Hank thing. So you have some of these comedy videos that are out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I find myself describing online videos a lot on this program, but uh, you have one that's the which is fine. But you have one that's a travel agency. A couple of, of folks that are involved in running a travel agency itself a kind of throwback mm-hmm. thing, right? Does anybody use those anymore? That that was our whole thing. They're all around Greenpoint. That's oh, there's a lot, a lot over yeah, here. Yeah, there's a lot on on my block, and we were like, I don't really know who uses those, and it's the Polish. Found- is yeah, it catering to the Polish uh, yes. community? Largely, yeah. But we found it interesting to think about who would these people be that would run a travel agency? Like, they must be just so strange and weird. Right. So we wanted to explore that a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I, I do use one at work. We know because I travel a lot for the oh right um, for the company that I work for, and uh, the the people there they're, they're a little bit odd. They are a little bit odd, much like your characters. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, there and you know. I mean, but it's nice to have somebody to help you if you get in a bind, if you're out on the road. It's you true. can call somebody, and they have to deal with customer service, not not me. If you're stuck in a right. Avis rental car thing at Houston, yeah. and they only have a minivan left, and you got to call them at 1 a.m., well, they can straighten some things out for you. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, and I'm sure that that's the case, but we've never actually sold a package. It's true. We, we have a, a famous history of never selling a package. As the the agency yeah. has never never Global sealed the Travel deal. Inc. has never sealed the deal. but And that's a guarantee uh, after 20 years. Yes. After one generation. <laughs> come in for a consultation. It's true, because we, we will leave you with something. Yeah, well, you, you do get, you give a lot of... Uh, Advice and mm-hmm. when you're awake, you, you're getting a lot of good. Uh, <laughs> you have a nice conversation with somebody. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of thoughts about where to go and all that yes. too. Not yes. not always um, in agreement with where the mm-hmm. clients would like to be. And it's nice. We've you know we watch a lot of movies, so we, we've seen the world, and uh, I, think, <laughs> I think through that we we give some pretty pertinent and, and excellent advice. Do they have names? The two of them, I can't remember. Uh, uh- Betsy Spoon? Dan Spoon. (laughs) Are all the characters in the videos always Betsy and Dan? For the most part, there's, I think early on we maybe named each other something different. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly Dan and Betsy. Mostly Dan and Betsy. That's wonderful. It's a nice little thing to have. For for instance, just... uh, You can't get confused that way. No, 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 it's very nice. (laughs) Um, A little peek into, like, the, I guess the, the process, you know... With the web series, Betsy, I, I think, yeah, Betsy pitched the travel agency. And then we just collaborated, you know, and we found those characters. Mm-hmm. And, and off we, off, uh, you know, the rest is off to the races. <laughs> so if I understand the process correctly, for those who might just be starting out, somebody had an idea, then you collaborated on it, <laughs> yeah. and, and then it happened. It's that just happened. that simple. <laughs> yeah. It's just so easy. Well, that's all you need to know. That's level six of UCB. (laughs) (laughs) Some people spend hundreds of dollars to get to that Mm -hmm. same point. You just need to find a good partner, and that's it. Yeah, I think it's fun to sit down and say, "What? Like, this is a travel agency. What? What? Who are these characters?" And just go off and like rattle off everything about these characters, and then just go back and forth and improvise. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Do you have a bible for each of the characters that you always have to refer to? Only a little bit, but um. That's something that I did want to do. <laughs> and, then, and then, well, after doing the episodes, we hosted our, we premiered them all at Videology, and we did it in character. That's and that was fun. really fun and interesting to get to do with, like, a live audience. As yeah. And let me just do a little plug for Videology. It's a bar on, in Williamsburg on Bedford Avenue. Great bar. Just just great bar. They've... <laughs> They have a, a venue with a big screen in the back. Yeah. They run a tight ship there. It's well, they'll have lines around the block after that <laughs> endorsement. That's for sure. 
<laughs> you think that the travel agents do have some kind of special access, like some kind of red phone that they can pick up and get to the head honchos at the airlines? They do. I um, I was an executive assistant for a while. Yeah. And I at over at Broadway Video NBC, and we they had sure. a corporate travel agent, and I, that dude pulls some strings. He's a fixer. <laughs> yeah. Gee, last minute, if I need a, if I need first class. <laughs> L.A., uh, New York to L.A. tomorrow. Yeah. Sean Johnson was on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the fellow's name, Sean sure. Johnson? <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> well, that's a good name for somebody like that. Yeah. My guy's name is Gene. Gene. Strong. Yeah. Strong name. It's a strong oh, Gene, Gene Strong? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, his last name is, is uh, I think it's Dunham. Oh. No relation to Lena, though, I don't think. <laughs> that's well, That would that's be interesting if that, it were. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a lovely guy. I recently saw you know you can work with somebody for a long time, then you see a picture of him. Yeah, yes. totally different. When I hear Gene, I thought Mean Gene from the Wrestling Federation and all that. That's <laughs> the only person I can think of. As it turns out, that's not at not all the, what he looks like. Not no. the case. Much softer, like Terry Gross. Oh, you know, um, there was uh, on Z100, Z100 in the Z Morning Zoo back yeah. in the day. This guy Elvis. God, smooth voice. Uh, not not so pretty on the eyes. <laughs> but I, I imagine he was going to be. Anyway. Face for radio? Face for radio, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, just wait till you get a face for a podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Anyhow, you think that the travel agency, uh, you're going to keep doing those? You got some more videos in, in the works? Once you create them, it's hard to walk away from the characters, isn't it? I think it is a little hard to walk away. We initially just did four, and we, we released the last one next week. Uh-huh. Today, we released our third next week. Tuesday, uh, November 18th. <laughs> Timestamp. Yeah, timestamp. <laughs> and then we release our next one. Um, and then we don't have any plans right now. We were going to film. We had ideas for three more. Yeah. Um, and our director is an extraordinarily talented and gifted and busy man. See, right, that's so. what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what happens. And getting the talent all on the same page on the same day—it's tough. You so, almost got to shoot them all in a in a week exactly. and hope for the best. In a day, even we, we've become sort of de facto producers just because. Yeah. You do learn a lot doing oh, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember from our web series that I did. It was quite a quite a feat. It's a job. It is. It's a job. And then the editor thinks they have other ideas about Ooh. it. Oh, yeah. God bless her. She is wonderful. I love her. But, you know, you get into some things. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> so would you would you then, like, take those characters and adapt them to something else? Or you would... Because uh, once you develop something that's so strong, sometimes it's hard to walk away from a character. Yeah, it's e- funny. Even it's... if you don't want to do a travel agency thing, yes. you've, you've identified this thing that mm-hmm. must have some core resonance with, what you, with who you are and what mm-hmm. you do. It's funny, someone else mentioned that to us after the screening. Mm. He's like, I'd love to see you guys leave your agency and go home and what mm-hmm. that looks like. They always want that. Yeah. People, if you do that and you have such a strong conceit and you get, it works, people, oh, I would like to see them at home. No, yeah. You, no, you wouldn't. No, you don't. You don't want to <laughs> see You don't need to see them at home. Right. Whenever you, <laughs> I was watching a show when I was younger and they went to another location, I hated it. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, all the context is gone, right? Yeah. So everything mm-hmm. that you know what to look for and how to, it's uh, all the key points are, the reference points are missing. Yeah. There's something very comforting about that. Absolutely. That's why Cheers works. Yeah, exactly. God bless. Like when Cheers went to a different location, even that back office I didn't care for. <laughs> Ooh. That pool hall in the back. I was yeah. thinking of like mashup shows, like when The Simpsons went on. You know, Futurama or something. Oh, that just step happened, by step right? Full yeah. house. Step by step full house. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the great TGIF lineup. Come on. Yeah. Boy Meets World. Sure. Or when your uh, dad remarries and stepmom's a, a bit of a horse. There you go. Thank you. And yeah. you have to share a room with the gross stepbrother. Yeah. And then you fall in love. I'm going to get married. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I don't know where the character uh, ends and you begin, Dan. That's yeah, I know. <laughs> I just realized your uh, Betsy has a coffee and the yep. um, the sleeve is expired. So it's, it's, oh, yeah. get that thing off of there! <laughs> you don't want to have an expired piece of cardboard on your coffee. And it's so interesting. It says, "Do you have ADHD?" And I. Do. And then it's a contest. 
Because everything's in bad context. <laughs> this, this sleeve confounds me, and I'm very interested. I'll have to dig into that later. Well, listen, you, you could spend some time with it now. I'm going to ask Betsy some questions. Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, but great. if you have some thoughts about it, I'll... or if you see anything else on this table that's expired, <laughs> let me know. Hey, Dan, while I go ahead and do this, uh, earmuffs. Earmuffs? Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know too much about Thank your partner. You. But, Betsy, you're from my home state of Pennsylvania. Yes. Penn's Woods. Penn's Woods. <laughs> yeah, and whereabouts? Uh, I'm from Philadelphia. Right, proper. Mm-hmm. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Yeah. 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 I-G-G-L-E-S. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you don't have that much of an accent. A little I bit. don't. A little I, bit. I, work, I work on it because I hate the accent. Well, it's not as bad as Providence. That's a tougher one. Right. I'll say it. I'll go on record. <laughs> it's on. It's on record, Because yeah. where my whole family's from. Uh, from Providence. Idea. Sorry, I, I bought it. We'll, 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 we'll dig in. Let's table that. And we'll show get it. into the uh, yes, the Portuguese uh, backstory there. For you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got distracted thinking about the Portuguese sweet breads that they have up there in mm. Providence. Boy, I spent some days with that. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, uh, well, it's good. I, you all can also you don't hear as much. For me, there's only one word that I notice when I say it is if I'm in the bathroom and I ask for a towel. Yeah, towel. I do that. T A L. Yeah. And also bagel. And bagel. And yeah. family. <laughs> well, there are a okay, few maybe. words. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, I don't have the Tuesdays and all that. Now, I imagine you're a little bit younger than I am. God bless you. But you remember some of the old children's programs that they had on the, and some of the local TV shows when you were growing up? Yes. So we're talking about like Captain Noah. Was Captain Noah in your era or not? Send your pictures to, to dear old Captain, Captain Noah. Noah. He died. Well, that's sad. But... <laughs> Wait, I, I... <laughs> should have sent some more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Captain Noah. We'll hang him high in the TV <laughs> sky. Yep. Yes. I never knew like if those things were local or not. So uh, I always assume everybody right, watched them. Right. And there's only a few that had the, the puppet... Uh, uh, his wife was on the on the boat. Yeah, it was like a cartoon uh, kind of a deal. No, but he was real. You know, he was real. But they would introduce cartoons. I right. Think. So he would he would draw a picture, and then they would animate it, and right. they, that would come alive. The picture. Okay. Is that not right? No, you're mm. talking about something different. Okay. You're talking about uh, Mark. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Pappy. Mark Pappy. <laughs> <laughs> the great Pappy classic was a different thing. thing. No, I think there was like a magic screen kind of a deal or the yes. picture pages, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think with, you're right, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Captain No, it was a very... But all of the local markets had something like that. And yes. I, I am so fond of those kind of a things, uh, those kinds of things. Because he was a captain of a... It was a captain of an ark, I suppose. Yeah. And there was a treasure trunk full of puppets. And his wife was like first mate. Yeah, she, she, she kind of creeped me out. I, I, she she looked like she could be stern. I don't know. <laughs> she, she was a lovely woman, but she was uh, she seemed harsh. She seemed harsh. Yes, I agree. It wasn't a winning television personality. <laughs> I didn't feel. I mean, maybe. 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 If, still alive. If, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if she's still alive. And did you ever watch uh, Al Alberts? Do you see that? No. He was kind of a, a, a crooner that had a show. And it was a little bit later in the afternoon, about eleven, it'd come on on Channel Six. I know that. I know the name. I can't picture it. His though. wife was also a ball buster on that. Uh, <laughs> Stella, and she'd be on that show. She was the producer of the program. Anyhow, that was a show where they had a lot of kids being uh, 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 doing their talents. Yes. So you yes, know, I like, loved oh, this. you know, my friend Bethany was doing ballet or something, and they do a special show from yes. Atlantic City. And I did watch it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. did. You remember? Yeah. You, did you have any dreams of being on that show? I loved watching like other kids perform, and I was jealous of them because <laughs> yeah. I I played sports and didn't perform. You were more of the jock side. Yeah, of the but but not anymore. Well, the I tables get... have turned <laughs> as they do. <laughs> Suck on <Yeah>. that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gather you grew up in a fun household. I grew up in a really fun household. Yeah, yeah and a fondness fun. for broad comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People always doing wacky stuff. We were always doing bits. <laughs> really? I mean, really. Well, do you, you do, now? Were you in like one of these historical buildings? Well, no, there's a lot of old stuff in Philadelphia. Right. Uh, our house was built on like an old farm. It was built the year I was born. 
Oh, so but recent. I yeah, recent. So Not, it wasn't a stone. I didn't live near one. I, I live like 10 minutes from those towns. Have you ever been to Pensbury Manor? Uh, I, I have not, no. Oh, it's like one of those places where you go where George Washington went and you go on class trips there and yep. you like churn butter and do all the things. That's, see, that's, it was alive for us, the spirit of the colonial days. It really was. Is that where you lived? On one of those? No, like 15 minutes away. Oh, really? But we all took the trips there. We all took trips there. Betsy Ross house and all that stuff. Yeah, downtown. It's alive with history. Mm. You really ought to go, Dan. Have you spent any time in Philadelphia? Sure have. Liberty Bell? Big time. Constitution Center? Both ways. Betsy Ross? Love her. <laughs> all right, he's been. He knows his stuff. <laughs> that's the that's the PA quiz. Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> well, because a lot of those uh, old buildings and things, and you get you, you go to some of these places, battlefields, and a lot of battlefields. Yeah, sure. You ever have any encounters with Pennsylvania ghosts? <laughs> no, but I. I'm really interested and scared of ghosts, and I like all that stuff, but I've never been in near one. It's spooky when have it happens. You? Sure, yeah. Where? Yeah. Uh, at some, uh, some guy's house. We don't need to get into the details of it, but I was waiting uh, for my father. I was a young young person, and I looked, and the, the chair just lifted up, like one of those easy lift chairs, but it was a normal chair, like one of the ones we're sitting in. Just levitated forward and then sat back down. When I was very young, a whole group of um, teddy bears and toys and things uh, came alive, winking and blinking and um, humming softly in my bedroom. Because I grew up in a, in a stone house that was built yeah. hundreds of years ago, so there was a lot of things going on. Wow. Spooky dooky. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that M. Night Shyamalan, he, he, uh, he picked up a lot of that. He's from down there. He's from down there, yeah. yeah. I was at it. I was actually at a haunted. I I was at my friend's house house in South Philly yeah. like last year, and their house is haunted. Uh huh. Did and you hear it? It was built a long time ago. No, but they woke up and one day, their all of their toothbrushes were bent in half. <laughs> it was a ghost. Ooh, listen. I'll take I'll take the teddy bears. <laughs> I don't want all this my stuff mean, broken in This half. woman died in the, in their house. Yeah. Sounds like Sweeney Todd if he was a, de- a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. That, that woman hated dental hygiene, though, too, didn't she? She had a real she thing have. for clean yeah. teeth. But now we also have something in common in that you ran track in high school. Is that true? Yes, I did. I did. Um, I ran track all year round, indoor, outdoor, cross country. Cross country being my favorite. Yeah. I'm going to go on record and uh, I was second best. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good good place to be. I know I wasn't the best, but I was second best mm. until a knee surgery, and then that that put me uh, oh. that, that put me on the bench for a little. Were you doing pen relays and that kind of thing? <clears throat> yeah, I went to an all-girls yeah. school, very small. There was like ten people on our team. So you all made it. Yeah, <laughs> you all ran every race. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> so second best out of ten, pretty good. No, th- no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was a hurdle man myself, as you, you can imagine. I was. Mm. I would not. I'd say I wasn't second. Uh, second best. I was the worst. Yeah. I was absolutely the worst. Did you just? Did you do the thing where you just pushed them down? <laughs> there, there were moments. People did that. Yeah. No. I. I just would. Hurt, I would just fall over them. It wasn't an intentional hurdles thing. Are hard. My sister did hurdles. It's hard to get the rhythm. Well, I wasn't allowed because I was. I was very badly behaved. Oh. So when, whenever I asked my coach to do something, he said no unless you start behaving. What'd you do? It was just like bad. I was just like I, I was just. Oh, didn't I should have done it. that. I'd like to get out of hurdles. <laughs> I, was, I should have set something on fire. Hey, we all we all you know we all want to get away from hurdles. <laughs> That's true, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> no, no I'm glad you interjected with that. <laughs> So, but what was it like then growing up in the city? Because I've watched Fat Albert, so I have a sense of what it's like. It's a lot of kids in the junkyard. <laughs> yeah. Solving problems so and like, learning lessons. But mostly, is that what it was? Mostly just like hanging out in junkyards, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, Making no. instruments out of radiators and hot water bottles. I lived in like a, like a little suburban neighborhood. You know, there's like a park in the middle and... It was pretty small. Everybody hung around the park all the time. Everybody played sports. It was like a very sporty neighborhood. 
Not a lot of people doing artistic things. Like a jock village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You it weren't allowed to like, go beyond. It's almost like everybody's parents put pressure on them to be good at sports so that they could like, you know, get a scholarship to college right. or something. But then you ended up in, a, in an artistic environment. Is that true? Yeah. I was like, this isn't for me. I want to do something fun. And that's how you got to the Art Institute? Yeah, I went to LaSalle University yeah. first, and then I transferred to the Art Institute for fashion, and then I grad- I started doing improv while I was there at, the- uh, at Philadelphia Improv Theater. And it's a good scene down there. I-, I think so. I was only there for level one, and then I moved to New York because I got a job. So I moved here and started doing UCB as soon as I moved. You got a job with the fashion stuff? Uh, yeah, I worked for Rag and Bone, which is... Sure. Nothing fits me in that store, but mm. I walked past it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. There's a whole swath of uh, retail establishments that no longer uh, has my size. Yeah. So I'm forced to order online or shop at big and tall places. Like I'm not really big or tall, but there's just one size that they don't have anymore. Yeah. I, I consider myself normal. <laughs> not I think to, you're normal. Not to rag and bone. The same. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you can find everything there. Come on. <sighs> Is it a good place to work? It was great. Yeah. The you know, is, no longer? You, you, no longer. I quit in May. Oh, so. So now I'm... Congratulations. Uh, thank you. That's now exciting. I'm pursuing comedy full-time and working at a restaurant. That's how people do it. And babysitting. That's all, all good things. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so you got involved with UCB in the pit, and that's where you met Dan. Yeah, I met Dan through... I guess like friends of friends at UCB and we used to do a lot of indie improv shows together and then we started we were on the same uh, improv team and that's how we really started to um, talk a lot well how did you know though just backing up a second how did you know to seek out comedy as something that could even be something to do that wasn't uh, available to me coming up it wasn't like oh you go to the improv school and and you fall into with a community it was like you had an uncle who was funny yeah, <laughs> which we all do. And that was it, you know? Um, I, when I was interning, um, I interned for two years in New York while I was in school before I graduated. And um, because I was here like four days a week, I just wanted something to do. And I was going to see ASCAT. Which is at UCB. Which is the Sundays at UCB. And, uh-huh. and then I just started at like any chance I got, I wanted to see improv. And I was like, I realized that that's like exactly what I wanted to do. Because it wasn't like full-on theater or acting. I mean, it is, but right. that was something that seemed like attainable for me. And then I was going to see shows at the Pit and UCB whenever I could, and then I started taking classes in Philly. I see. I, see. Well, I think it's fundamentally changed maybe comedy. I don't know, but it's fun. It, like the fact that there's access to this, that you can go on a night and then be so interested into what they're doing and then become a part of a community and then have a creative community sort of um, gel from that. Yeah. That's not something that was existing even even for me. No. Yeah. I mean, you really had to seek it out. And then, <laughs> Lord knows who you were lumped in with. Mm. Not necessarily a group you wanted to hang out with and make videos. <laughs> yeah, it's really incredible that you can... Not the kind of videos anybody would want to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a creepier basement vibe back yeah. then. But And what is Scum Punch? You mentioned Scum, scum earlier. Scum Punch was uh, a show that I do with Matt Radlow and Mark Vigen, and it's just... An insane sketch show that we made. And that was all, all characters? Yeah. Character-based, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's marvelous when somebody can transform into a character and carry that off. Who's your go-to <laughs> character? Who would be your go-to? Um, my go-to character yeah. is probably like a... Um, I'm not saying this is a character, but in general, I feel like I resort to like a... The last character I did is like this... Catholic school principal who just has so much built up like sexual frustration and tension that she just needs to like let it out and she's angry and stressed and and then just like releases it all at the end feels like so somebody who's (laughs) Dan's agreeing (laughs) yep somebody who's pent up maybe full of rage (laughs) and ready to unleash or or a little kid those are good too. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. things to do, and you're around them a lot, so you can observe a lot yes. of them. Well, pretty good. Mm. Dan, same question to you. Go to character. 
for the last year, it's been um, my Australian character. <laughs> uh, oh, good. And so my roommate, my roommate is uh, she's from Perth, Australia. Sure. Her name is Haley Daniel. Yep. So I just I just flipped that name right around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Haley. Yeah. And I I asked her to help me practice the accent. And so Daniel Haley yeah. was born. <laughs> and I do Daniel Haley quite a bit. And what what, what what does Dan do for work? Daniel, sorry. Daniel, um, he's an aspiring stand-up comic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. He's in the right place. Yeah, he is. He is. He's actually he's yeah. always in town visiting his cousin Greg. <laughs> Greg yeah. is a good word Greg. to say. Yeah. I don't know. Right. All right. Something That's like right. that. I don't do a lot of voices. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you done stand up as as uh, Daniel? I have indeed. Oh my. Yeah. How's that go over? Really well. People love Australians. People love Australians. They love excited Australians. And, and he's he um he he's he's always asking for a round of applause. <laughs> he just wants that round of applause. <laughs> I found myself asking the audience to give themselves a round of applause together, and it feels so bad. You just feel bad doing it. Yeah. They had participated in something, and I felt like, well, they should, but it just, it always feels cheap. Mm, that's why I like it. Yeah. yeah that's no, why it's great that that's it. a character trait of his. Yeah. So uh, did you enter the world uh, fully formed, or uh, you were a young person for a time? Young person for a spell. Yeah. Uh, I tried that out. Madison? It wasn't for me. Uh, yeah, I went to... Um, I went to University of Wisconsin Madison. And you grew did you really grow up in Providence? I grew up in New York, but my right. father grew up in Cranston, Rhode Island. Oh, Cranston. He's what a Brown a... University man, as is sure. my brother and a lot of my family. Oh my. Well, I took some continuing education classes up there at the did Rhode you? Island School of Design. Oh uh, when I was uh, pursuing mold making. And it was fortunate <laughs> enough to get nice. up to up to Brown a few times oh, and yeah. participate in some of the theater shows and things up there. Oh. It was a, go to um what's it, what's the main street? Height? No, that's San Francisco. Uh Fair. Fair there. Sure, go up to Thayer Street and yeah. get a junkyard dog hot dog and a Yes. Curry in a hurry or whatever else they had up there. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Foods that will rot your stomach. There was a lovely, you know, there's a lovely Dunkin' Donuts up there. Oh, yeah? And what was lovely about it was a woman who worked there. Mm. She was uh, of some kind of exotic persuasion, but she had her hair pulled all the way back in a tight a ponytail. Ooh. Very jet black. She had big gold glasses, and she had huge long nails. Oh, wow. And when you walked in there around 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., when yeah. I would typically walk in, you say, <laughs> what can I get you? You know, you say, a coffee. She'd say, regular. you say, regular. And she'd make regular. two scoops, like those oh, yeah. giant scoops, the Raisin Bran scoops, two of those oh, of sugar, wow. and oh, then gosh. fill it with the cream, and there would probably be this much coffee in get the out. thing. But it was like coffee ice cream. She was, I'd get that in a breakfast sandwich. That was, that was my brain food wow. up there. Oh, yeah. But so that's a that's a that's a rich tradition in Cranston. Cranston, Rhode Island. You go back up there at all? Going uh, going two weeks for the for, old bird day for Thanksgiving or next week. Next week, spend, yeah. spending time up there. Yeah, that's a scenic place to be, though. Yeah, no, you disagree <laughs> with the beauty of our small estate, <laughs> um, little roadie. It's pretty, like the town is. Kind of, it feels sort of abandoned a little, little Cranston bit. Cranston is yeah, rough. Cranston yeah, Cranston's a little rough. Providence is very... Up oh, on that Rhode hill. Island, though, is nice. It's nice to be up there. The beaches there are a secret. Right. In they fact, I'm secret. not going to say anymore. Yeah. yeah. yeah don't <laughs> tell them. I'm not going to tell them. I'll get up there to Barrington and spend some time myself. Ooh, get out there. Yeah. Beautiful rocky shores. I think it's... Uh, you know, Rhode Island, the proper name of it is still Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations. Yeah. That's screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they 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 were a pretty progressive group, yeah, though, were. wasn't it? Roger yeah. Williams was okay. Sure was. There's uh, a park name after him. He so put a statue up there, right. so he yeah. must be fine. <laughs> exactly. Do <laughs> you remember the first laugh she got as a young person? Yeah. Yeah, you do? Uh, I think so. Yeah, what was it? What on were you the, doing? Uh, I was uh, on the baby, uh, the the Jolly Jumper. Yeah, remember the that? thing that you hang and the kid jumps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, did a, I did a 1080 uh, McDonald's. McTwist. And you did a uh, McTwist on there? <laughs> yeah. Mom and Dad loved it. 
Uh, I used to just smile and people would laugh. Yeah. yeah. You had 20 minutes set of smiling. <laughs> yeah. Knock him dead. As a baby, I killed. <laughs> I once really knocked him dead on the Epcot Center. Oh, gosh. On the on the little patio they had there. I did a whole routine about, I was a young person, but a whole routine on the movie Frogs. <laughs> I had him in stitches. I don't. I wish I could remember the bit. Uh, did yeah. you both go to Disney World as children? Yes. Not as a child. I was obsessed with Minnie Mouse. Obsessed mm. with Minnie. That's an interesting one I to be obsessed with. Oh, that's so cute. I would tell you a story about that quickly, and then we'll get back to the yeah to, to your life, Dan, because I know that's why people are really tuning in. But I recently came across one of the, you know people do these throwback Thursday things, and oh, they right. posted. I recently came across a picture of myself. I went down to Disney World, but we were of of, of um, modest means. We were not. A, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so we went in the off season. And it was by January, about this, t- uh, you know, January winter, and it was so cold down there. But we bought sweatshirts with Mickey Mouse on them, and windbreakers. And I saw the picture of me. I have the sweatshirt outside the windbreak, so the windbreaker is stuffed in. And I remember the reason for that is because I didn't want Mickey to think I was trying to hide him. I wanted him to Aww. see that I was proud. And the whole day I went through that experience, I didn't see Mickey. I thought you'd see him. You see, like the you know Chip and Dale, or you see the the lion, the Richard from Robin Hood. People you don't really you care, don't about. care about. Him. And I'm thinking this is just awful. I really wanted to see Mickey. That's why I came down here. And as we were leaving, head down, just saddened by the whole thing, this white glove took my hand, <gasps> and I looked over, and it was Mickey. And he wouldn't let a child get out of there without experiencing oh. the joy and he just knew it he could sense my sadness somebody was yeah. uh, sad did yeah. you have a similar experience with Minnie? I was I had make a yes I had Minnie Mouse shoes on that my parents bought oh. me that I loved and and on camera we have it and I saw her and I started getting I was like <gasps> I started getting like so upset and so excited and I started to run towards her and fell flat on my face oh, <laughs> oh no she picked me up well, like her and like my mom picked me up and she signed my shoes and I was so excited. It's wow. Like, Do you still have the shoes? No, I don't. Oh, well, we quick, quickly moved on from <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Do you have somebody you'd like to sign your shoes now? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Well, I'll sign some. So what, <laughs> what was, uh, so it wasn't a big deal to come to New York then for you because no. you, you were here. I grew up in Westchester, New York, yeah. And if the family split, were some, why are some in Rhode Island and some in New York? Or you just well, moved? Well, I... No, I, I, I've been in New York my whole life. Okay. Yeah. Um, just that's where the family was With from. my family. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My mom grew up in Queens. Nice. My dad was actually born in Manhattan and then moved out to Rhode Island when he was uh, young. So I actually grew up in Westchester when I was a senior at Wisconsin. My folks... Moved back to the city. I see. So once I graduated, so you had no place to be. No place to be. Yeah, yeah. Because they couldn't afford a, another room for you to be there too. No, I stayed in their apartment. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Luckily, oh, no, I got very lucky. There. Yeah, I got very lucky. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. So you were already part of the the culture of New York. You mm-hmm. already knew how to navigate through oh, yeah. here and do things. Oh yeah. It was in the blood. And were you part of, you were around the Onion or something out there in, in Wisconsin, or that was just happening? Yeah, so um, I was part of an improv group out in Madison called Atlas. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a rich tradition, comedy history at Wisconsin that I backed into. I didn't know about it when mm-hmm. I when I was looking there, but wasn't the reason you went? No, yeah. I went. I went embarrassingly enough because it was at the time uh, the number one party school. Yeah. And it was a great sports school. That's that's who I was before. <laughs> Probably similar. I think that's maybe why. I was a big sport guy. Yeah. Big, big sports. Um, all of them? All of them. Yeah. Except for hockey. Hockey's I tough. Like hockey. Hockey's tough. I'm not playing it. Not playing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's a great sport to watch. And they're all hot. Sexy. Uh, Wisconsin has a great hockey team, too. So... Um, uh, the guy who started my improv group is now a writer at Colbert, and um, a lot of a lot of uh, Onion DNA and Daily Show Colbert, yeah. uh, all that stuff. And you were you appeared on the Letterman program? I did. You did a stupid human trick. I on sure there. did. Yeah. And that, what was that? Was what? 
I ate goldfish crackers off of a treadmill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you have to rehearse that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How did that come about that you were like, I'll just I'll put the goldfish. Did a goldfish spill at the gym? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was pretty much dared to do it. All right. Yeah. And then I did it. I filmed it. Yeah. And sent it in? Sent it in. Producers loved it. <laughs> Producers loved it. I was tapped. I love it. That's yeah. easy. But then, so then you had this other connection to Colbert because you were also in the Colbert program. I was, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I played an intern when I was an intern. Yeah. And I also pitched a story that opened a show, which was one of the most thrilling days great. of my lives. And my well, life, life, life. <laughs> I only have one life. And Dave, Dave Letterman, his, I imagine his hands are a little cold. A little cold. Yeah. A little, uh, very big. He's a tall guy. Very tall. And Colbert? Colbert is... Warm as can be. You know what? He hey, was hey. so busy when I was interning there that it was rare you, you just saw him. He just wasn't around. He was much. just all business. Oh my god! This was during the Olympics. Oh okay, Vancouver. Oh sure, if you recall, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to go back and read my tweets of the yeah. opening ceremony. But right, uh, right. yeah, <laughs> and he was he they he, they were filming out in uh, Vancouver for a little bit. Oh right, yeah. Right. Well, that and uh, so now you've been on that whole legacy mm-hmm. because then will you go back on Colbert when he's in the Letterman spot? You know, I would. Um, I was. I was talking to my friend who's a researcher there right now. And he said there's going to be some jobs opening up, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of exciting, right? It might. It could be anything. It could. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but Letterman's. A, I mean, Letterman's hard. That's follow. that's hard to hard to do anything yeah. other than just respect. Was he your guy too, Betsy? Oh man. You have a lot so of good. late night uh, oh, no, not heroes. A lot, not a lot of late. <laughs> More night. of a Tom Snyder <laughs> gal. I I literally was always going to bed early because of the sports. Because um, by cross country, you got to be up early. My whole family went to bed at like nine. Still? Still, like yeah. seven now. What? <laughs> seven o'clock? Seven? That's impressive. Your family's all babies. <laughs> <laughs> they are all small toddlers. I'm the oldest one in my family. Talk about a curse. Yeah, that's a ghost. Ah, that's great. And so, uh, wonderful. And then you, you meet, you bring the things together, and you start doing the videos right away? Well, we... Or did you start doing... Were you in an improv class together? I remember uh, I, Betsy asked me to join a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, a comedy improv, group or just some improv, kind of... <laughs> improv. And I think after practicing a bunch, we just we just talked about making videos. We both we've shared a lot of videos, as we were saying. And we were like, let's start making videos. Do you have a history of making videos at all beforehand? I, I do a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I did a little bit as yeah. well. Yeah. We both had a little bit. Like growing up, you had access to a video camera or something, and you made stuff where you yeah. went to, once you were into the comedy scene, you were hopping. Both in. for me. But I think yeah. we mean in the comedy scene, we mm-hmm. both had done like... We had a little taste of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, at first, the first uh, incarnation of, I guess, what... Later became Hank was we tried to get a group of twelve people together, uh, writers and actors, um, and just trying to schedule a meetup was impossible. Nice. So we were like, "Well, it's it was our idea. Why don't we just uh, simplify it and keep it us too? Keep it yeah. us too, and just kind of uh, hire out the other things we need, like right. DPs, directors, and all of those people. Like there are so many people in the UCB or and comedy scene here that we love, and it's just so nice that we can have." All of our friends in our videos, and not just have a specific group of people to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and then could... we made, and then we worked for like months, just writing and shooting, writing and shooting, so that when we started releasing, we had like a backlog of videos ready to go. Right, you need to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To it keep to, it's too much to do the schedule, and it's too much. And it was hard for us to like sit on those videos for months and months, but we were like, it'll be worth it when yep. we start. And it has been. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We started releasing in March, and we've released uh, 14 videos now, 14, 15, since And there's March. a whole suite of them that are, are Dan and Betsy characters, kind of New York. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are they a couple? Are they dyke friends or something? So? They're like friends. That's I exactly it. I think I said it. dyke friends. That's not <laughs> what I, I think it sounded like I said that, but I did not say they're dyke friends. Unless they are, which is great. I have dyke friends. <laughs> Is that okay to say that? I don't know. I don't know if that's all right. But you said it. I'm saying it. Yeah. 
I mean people that work on dams. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. Story yeah, uh, lots of beavers uh, out there. Oh, 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 we're in play. Yep. Come on. Um, and uh, are there? Um, is there another? So you have the travel agency. You have the ones that are this these kind of uh, kids hanging out. There'll be a, th- a third, or there already is a third. I can't remember. So we um, we recently released a video on College Humor, which wasn't on our channel, which we're very proud of. That's great. And uh, we're currently writing two things. Yes. We're writing a Christmas special. Oh, yes. You may. Yeah. And uh, that we kind of just figured out this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep ourselves to that since this is on, now on record. <laughs> uh, and we're also working on a longer project. Yeah. Benzie, oh, would you like to discuss that? The next thing is going to be more of like more real us, like more actually Dan and Betsy. Uh huh. And just kind of like a pilot type thing. Yeah, we oh, want to make great. a 22 minute uh, thing. Pilot. Great. It'll yeah. be like anything else that's out there? No. Do you have some? Uh, that's fine. But do you have. No. <laughs> <laughs> of no, course what? not. It'll be no. completely original. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the world will uh, spin differently after this happens. But uh, are there some uh, guideposts, some comedy people that you look out there and think, well, that's similar to the kind of thing that I like, or at least I'm, uh, I admire what's going on there, and uh, I can feel myself being pulled in that direction over another. I think mm-hmm. I think we both uh, have some ideas with that, and I think actually something that I love about working with Betsy is that she does have a very specific vision and she's like, watch these things, watch this. Uh, I want this to look like this. And uh, what would one of those things be? I think, I mean, not, I mean, just like in, in like a general sense is I really yeah. like, we both like how high maintenance has done everything. Obviously there's like the web series on Vimeo now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they just, I started watching the ones that you could buy yesterday and they look incredible. I just like that everything feels like patient and well done and real and not like a sketch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time with those. Yeah. Which is counter to what most things on YouTube would be. Yeah. Because it seems like on YouTube you're designing for people to look away. Mm. To feel comfortable looking away. Yes. Mm-hmm. I uh, saw it. <laughs> we, we, work, we work with uh, this, this really brilliant uh, gentleman named J.D. Amato. Do you know mm-hmm. J.D.? I've, I've uh, aware of, of, of he works very closely with um the chris gethard show he directs it yeah um, that's why i've heard of it yes yeah. and he has a podcast called the uh 12 hour day with mm-hmm. um connor ratliff yeah. a, a ucb guy yeah. and it's just 12 hours of them hanging out and it's uh sort of like the anti-podcast it's it's slow slow burn yeah mm-hmm. um but the idea behind it is that we're we're, we're served so many different um I guess uh, so much different content in small bites that just being long, just taking your time is now a novel idea. Let's hope so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've been taking my time for a long while now. Catch up to the past six years of this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So also Noah Noah Baumbach stuff, Uh right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all good good points to look yeah. to. We love Good Cup, Great Cup. Good Cup, Great Cup. Uh, a couple of dudes, you know what guys? Is? I don't think oh, so. Oh, look into them. I will. Oh, they, great. They'd love to do your show, maybe. I don't I can't talk. I can't speak <laughs> I can't speak for them. Um we'll get them on the horn. And uh I I love 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 Stella. Oh, love uh, Stella yeah. yeah. So we kind of connected on that yeah. too. And get I, a little weird. And I love anything Jenny Slate makes. She's brilliant. She's she can crack me up. Damn. Incredible. That's the one that I just get the giggles with. Oh, my gosh. Did you go, do you ever go to see their show, uh, when, when, The Big Terrific, back when it was I never Gabe? did. I never did. When it was this, them three, that was... It's just mm, magic. I just want to kiss my, my own lips. <laughs> you know? And you have. Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. Just, just keep kissing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, she's wonderful. Well, uh, I, I, I really think that you're, you're doing the right thing by keeping romance out of this, too. I mean, you can kiss yourself. But, I, I mean, I used to do shows with my wife, and the, that was the happiest part of our marriage was being doing the work. Oh. So you've managed to find what's the essential ingredient, the thing yeah. that gives you the most joy, and just go with that. It's such a great collaboration in that way. I, I, want, I, I don't think we're going to do this, but I really wanted to 
to title the uh, pilot Friends Without Benefits, you know, because <laughs> yep. I think it encapsulates a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. never be romantic and we never have, but we love each other. We love each other. We're in a relationship just completely unromantic. And uh, I'm in a lot of those relationships. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Arguably, the marriage was a little bit like. Oh that. man, I'm sorry about that. What it's happened? Right. Can you quickly tell me what happened with that? It was really just, I mean, a lot of things, as you yeah. can imagine. It was, um, you know, eleven wonderful years of a lot of uh, on the road work between Tempe and Tampa, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of things went down. But but essentially, it was the child issue that she she wanted to have them, and I I, I did not. So. Mm. There you go. Simple as that. As simple as that. Actually, in Global Travel Inc., <laughs> yeah. we also cannot have children. Betsy cannot. Yeah, that's an issue for us. That's an issue. It, it comes up between couples a lot. Yeah. <laughs> More than you Procreation. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's heavy stuff. Time's ticking. Time is ticking. In my little <laughs> Oh, you're thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. we're getting into some real issues now. Yeah, it's true. I'm glad we waited until minute 56 <laughs> to, <laughs> to get to the truth of this thing. I wish you the best with the, the resolution to that issue with mm. your clock, but everybody hears Thank the you. tickety-talk. <laughs> <laughs> so have you met each other's families? Uh, I, I've i met Dan's family. He's met my sister, some cousins. Mm-hmm. Have you met my brother? Yep. Not my mom and dad. Met your sister. All right. Well, Close. no pressure. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> right. That's, that's one right. of the nice things about not being great. involved. You can go. Or you can go a long time without having to know all that kind I of stuff. I can go a long time. If you... <laughs> well, <and> if, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will you? You'll be back down there for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, that'll be nice. I'm going to Pennsylvania to my brother's house. Beautiful. Oh, very nice. Who's cooking the bird? I guess him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deep fry. No. Smoke? You? Smoking? No. My uncle smokes turkey. Yeah? Shout out to my uncle. Yeah. Uncle. Me, me. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> uncle you Michael. Call him, you call him Mimi? <laughs> uncle Mimi. <laughs> the, he voyage of, the voyage of Uncle Mimi. He smokes a good bird, does he? Oh, baby. Does I it like a smoked bird. Where you work, they do a lot of smoked stuff. They sure do. Over there. Yeah, Mile End. Brooklyn. The Mile End. Well, we don't. You fry right. chicken, so you don't want to fried be around chicken. that anymore. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I was going to ask you more about fried chicken, but I don't think I need to. Nope. It doesn't sound like you want to talk about <laughs> fried chicken either. I don't think it's <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh God, don't get you, started. You have a relationship to that, and you should keep it. Well. I hope that you have a, a wonderful holiday. Likewise. And I, I'm eager to see this Christmas special and whatever else you, uh, comes up next for you. It's exciting. Pete, where can people find out about all the videos? You can go to hankcomedy.com. And I will. And then you can get to both of your individual sites. Sure can. Through there. It's yeah. great. Do you have any live shows coming up you want people to know about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a show December 5th. Six. Six. You said six. six. Yeah. At the pit, it's Becky Shacoin and Sudi Green show, and Hank is we're going in character, and it's an exercise themed show. Oh, mm-hmm. so well, our characters will be exercising, maybe. The the travel agency, or, or you don't know, could be different. You don't know who's going to show we have up. To brainstorm that. No, we know. We know what it is. I mean, we have to do it. We have to do it. You have to schedule another meeting. Yeah. Well, I love the collaboration. I'm really happy to have had an afternoon to spend with you. So uh, I will be spending the rest of the afternoon with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's a, I, I was clear in my message with you that now we're friends. Okay. Well, uh, that's that does it for us. Thank you uh, Thank both. You. To, thanks to both of you, Thank Betsy you and Dan. And um, that'll do it. Thanks to all who came out to see me recently at Real Characters and Solocom. We had a terrific time, the ten of us. And I'll be posting the Solocom episode soon. It is just me, maybe being a little sadder than normal. We'll <laughs> see. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Anyhow. Um, Till next time, I'll be stuffing my empty whiskey bottles with crushed up candy canes to get a jump on my homemade holiday air fresheners that I plan to sell at the Gowanus Flea Market and Old Tire Festival. I look forward to it every year. <laughs> now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. 
Dale Radio is produced and performed by James Bewley. Musical direction by Steve O'Reilly. Season 7 podcast theme composed and performed by Emily Danger. Season 7 podcast icon designed by illustrator Louie Chin. Posters for Season 7 have been designed by Claire Prouse and Annie Carbo, among others. Logo treatment by Daniel Spencer. Live shows of Dale Radio happen the last Wednesday of every month at the Pit in New York City. Dale Radio is available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. If you listen on any of those platforms, please be sure to rate and review us. Leave us a comment. Follow Dale on Twitter at Dale Radio or on Instagram at Dale Seaver or on Facebook or perhaps some other social media platforms uh, that you enjoy. Thank you for listening. As always, you're the best.